episode of Calm, Cool, and Connected is brought to you by Bridgeside Medical Clinic, Chesapeake Integrated Behavioral Healthcare, and Edgar Casey's ARE. Now more than ever, we have an opportunity to be a positive force in the world, to help heal the divide, to treat each other and ourselves with respect. But with so many tools out there, from meditation to physical training, proper nutrition, therapy, and so many others, we all need a little help navigating all the options. Join us as we share in-depth information, insights, and thought-provoking discussions that will help answer your questions about how to stay calm, cool, and connected during these times. Welcome to Calm, Cool, and Connected, your guidebook to peace of mind. Hello, and welcome to Calm, Cool, and Connected. I'm your host, Dr. Elizabeth Fedrick. As humans, we all experience a wide range of emotions, from happy to sad to irritated to angry. And these feelings are all normal and certainly part of the human experience. However, the concern comes in when an individual is unable to appropriately manage or maintain control of their behaviors as the result of some of these overwhelming emotions. Our next guest, Dr. Great Kaysan, a licensed psychologist, is here to talk with us about this recent very emotional moment that was experienced between Will Smith and Chris Rock that has generated a whole lot of buzz. Hi, Dr. Great. Welcome to our show. It's good to be here. So tell us before we jump in a little bit about your background and the work that you're currently doing in the mental health field. And then we're going to jump into this uh, interesting moment. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I have too much to even go over. I'm 24 years a psychologist. I uh, you probably know me. I was on Bravo's show, L.A. Shrinks. I've been on lots of CNN, Nancy Grace, blah, 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 many, many times. And uh, my work is here in Los Angeles in the Beverly Hills, West Hollywood area. And I'm also a clinical professor over at UCLA in the psychiatry residency. So you stay very busy. I'm very busy. What what (laughs) mental health person or healthcare person isn't, right? Absolutely. Touche. So tell us, when we think about this big moment at the Oscars, we could certainly say that emotions were running really high. As I mentioned in the intro, you know, this whole wide range of emotions. And what is your take on that? Let's start from Will Smith's perspective. What is your take on that emotional dysregulation that he was experiencing? Maybe where was it coming from? And and what was your perception of what took place? Well, yeah, when, you know, I think this was a great example of anger management gone awry. He, He clearly didn't show any. What was interesting is Chris Rock told a joke about his wife being G.I. Jane too clearly referencing her shaved head. But uh, Chris Raw, I mean, uh, Will Smith laughed about it at first, and it was quite notable that he laughed for a while. He didn't look at his wife, try to connect with his wife. He was laughing at the joke, and she reacted poorly to that. Now, I didn't see that if there's a clip of what happened next, but I'm guessing she he saw her reaction and changed his tune. So it's really hard for me to say, but my guess was, he felt very upset about her reaction versus being a genuine reaction in his part. Now, you know, we could go into Chris Rock's, I mean, Will Smith's history, but Will Smith, you know, has publicly said that he came from an abusive household and that he still feels guilt about not taking, standing up for his mother when his father abused her. So there might've been that, But there also might have been a couple dynamic we don't know about. 
But clearly he did this thing where he went on stage and really no one was expecting it because even Chris Rock looked as calm as could be until the moment he was slugged by right. Smith. Right. And so which makes it so interesting because Will did not actually present as dysregulated as he was walking up his facial expressions like he wasn't charging at Chris. It was a very almost intentional walk up to him and intentional walk back. And so what what is your how do you perceive that? I mean, obviously, we are not in his head. We don't know what was going on. But how are you looking at that from an anger, anger management standpoint? Well, from anger, I like to say, you know, when we look at it in cognitive therapy, which is the type of therapy that I practice, is that you look at anger in a very specific way. Anger is usually the belief that someone has done something wrong. Here, Chris told a joke. Maybe he thought that was wrong, that they're a bad person for having done it. So we don't just focus on the behavior. We then focus on the person, the mm. total person. So they've done something wrong. They're a bad person for having done it. And then we conclude they need to be punished or taught a lesson. And we take it upon ourselves to punish them or teach them a lesson. And that is base, the basic formulation of anger. What I also think may be partly going on with Will Smith is a more intense form of anger called rage. And rage is something that happens when you feel not just hurt, which is the primary emotion when you feel like somebody's done you wrong, but you actually feel humiliation. And when people feel humiliation, they often compensate by going the absolute opposite direction and go into rage and then have a rage reaction. The reason I thought this is not just because he did that action, which you, you said he didn't look like he was charging, but when he went back to his table, it's almost like he was a little kid. I, I don't know if you see the film. He's He's jutting his chin up. He looks like a little kid who's about to cry. And, he's, and he says, you know, don't talk about my effing wife, you know, and, or, you know, keep, yeah. keep my wife's name out of your mouth. And so he says this twice and he's shouting back. So he, to talk about the word dysregulated, there was, if he was fairly regulated in the sense that he stayed in the seat, but he was emotionally dysregulated. Yeah, absolutely. And what about from Chris Rock's perspective, like for him to be able to take that hit and just bounce back and recover so quickly, how what is your assessment around that, that his ability to do that? Yeah, my actually read of that was Will Smith was the was a picture perfect example, <clears throat> excuse me, of anger management gone awry. And Chris Rock was a picture-perfect example of how to handle someone in an angry position. And I thought Chris Rock was the mark of professionalism because he took it, he calmed himself down. And if you watch him, if you watch the tape, he regulates himself. He says, I could, and he, he stumbles over his own words, pulls himself together, and then goes on. So he's actually telling himself to calm down, refocus, focus on the task at hand and go forward. He also did something very interesting with Will Smith. He made eye contact with him. He didn't budge. And he just said this, you know, I will, I will do that. Like he, he's like saying, you know, we're good. Like so yeah. this behavior. So he acknowledged his Will Smith's anger, but he also didn't back down. So in a way he showed his own power there. Sure. Sure. And didn't, didn't engage, didn't provoke it further. 
So when we think about this from an anger management, you know, somebody who is maybe more in Will Smith's position of being reactive in these situations, what are some of the tools that you work with with your clients to help them learn to regulate? I know in such a short span, we, we have to be pretty limited. With we can that. do it. We can do it. Sure. So actually, you know, when I talk about immediate anger like that or rage, we go, we have to go into an immediate coping mechanism. We can't do like a cognitive reset. We can't do, you know, some behavioral, we, we go into an immediate reset. So we could focus on temperature, intensity, and pressure. The, the acronym is TIP. So you change your temperature, like cool yourself down in this case of anger or in other emotions, you might go a different way, but you've got to do something to cool yourself down, pour water on yourself or grab something cold or go splash water or jump in a pool. Intensity is to do something like doing exercises or running because you just have a surge of adrenaline. Mm -hmm. And then pressure might be doing just something like this, pressing your hands against each other or pressing, or even doing like a wall sit, that will help you start to regulate your emotion because you're changing your body physiology in that moment. And that's what you need to do to cut off the stream in that moment. Sure, that's such helpful information. And so, I mean, in those moments when, you know, our amygdala reacts so quickly and we don't have time to catch up, it's good to have these just pre-programmed ideas of what to do. Where can our viewers learn more about you? Website, social media? Yeah, the website, uh, drgreg.com, social media, ask Dr. Greg, ask Dr. Greg, A-S-K. Very great. Thank you so much for being here, Dr. Greg. I appreciate it. Thank you. It was nice. Thank you. And thank you all for tuning in to this episode of Calm, Cool, and Connected. Please make sure to find us on Facebook and Instagram, and also make sure to rate and subscribe to our podcast so that others can discover our content as well. Thank you again for joining us on this episode of Calm, Cool, and Connected.